0: Welcome to another episode of Roll the Credits Podcast with Aaron and Brian. On this week's episode we have a few casting notes um, as well as four big movie reviews for you guys uh, this past week. We went and saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, The Mule, Aquaman, and Brian just today went and saw uh, Mary Poppins Returns, and at the end of the show, um, since we went to see Spider-Man this week, we're going to do the top five our top five animated characters of all time. Um, so Brian, how's your week been going?
1: It's been great, it's been filled with movies. I mean, uh, it's been a little hectic, you know, the week before Christmas, uh, a lot of stuff going down it. And- figuring it out at work and stuff, but each night we found in the movies four days out of the last seven days. So I mean at least I have, So it's been a pretty good
0: week. Yeah, that's true. Uh I know I know Friday when I got off work I was I was very um drained from getting off work and then rushed, basically rushing to the movies and, and yeah, being we, out, not really having any time to relax but yeah, did that when Wednesday, think, yeah. Thursday. Yeah, uh, but I mean it was worth it. It was was definitely worth it. Uh, Some good movies this week. Um, So anyway, we'll get right into it here for you folks. Uh, To kick us off, uh, speaking of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the sequel and um, spin-offs have a few updates here. Development has apparently begun on a sequel and a spin-off going forward. The sequel is supposed to focus on the romance between Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy. um, And it will then spin into um, a spin-off for Spider-Woman, which will be Gwen Stacy as well as two other um, Spider-Women. On top of that... (laughs) uh, John Mullaney, who voiced Spider Ham, Peter Porker, uh, in this one, has also teased a potential spinoff for that character, which eh. uh, don't, I don't. <laughs> we'll get into that a little later. Um, but apparently, pitching it as Spotlight for kids, um, <laughs> whatever that means. What? Uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, in terms of that, I'd probably rather have a. <laughs> we'll g- get into it more, obviously, yeah. but Spotlight. Uh, Spider-Man Noir. I'd oh, much rather sure. have a spinoff for that than Peter Porker, but that is what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, what's your thoughts on all this going forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll talk more about it later, but like, I love Spider-Verse, and so I'm very excited that uh, we'll be doing a sequel with it and then spinning it off with uh, Gwen Stacy and the other characters. Um, it's a great universe they created, and all of the main characters... Uh so I I'm excited to see more. I mean I don't not more of <laughs> Spider-Pig or Peter Porker, but I don't need to see more of that. But um yeah, that's great news. I'm very excited for it.
0: All right. Yeah, I mean P- uh, Spider-Ham like even like that character was like the I don't want to okay. say the worst one, but like in terms of all the characters that are kind of in that movie you really don't see as much of him as everybody else, so if they ended up giving that a spin off it would be a, kind of weird to me, but, um, yeah, anyway. So, yeah,
1: there were, like, the five Spider-Men from, like, the alternate realities. Three of them were definitely standouts, and then two of them, not so much, and Peter Porker was one of them, and so
0: yeah um anyway moving on uh crc C. Ronan and kate winslet are set to star in Ammonite. uh it is a historical drama based around 19th century paleontologist uh, mary anning uh who will be played by kate winslet um and her relationship with a wealthy london woman who i suppose will be played by uh Ronan. um doing a little research um digging up some facts a uh, little pun there but uh <laughs> um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, she apparently made key di- some di- uh, key discoveries in um, some dinosaur fossils in England in the early 1800s. Um, I'm not gonna list them off because I will butcher their name. Um, what but, the dinosaur uh, names? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I looked at them and I was like, nope, I'm not even trying that. Uh, but yeah, if you look if you look her up, you'll see um, she had a pretty big. Um, Sorry, I heard a door going in the background. Yeah, I mean, there. You,
1: got a haunted, you got a ghost in there.
0: God. Brian, you won't like that. You should probably leave.
1: Leave? Well, good thing we're in a different places.
0: Um, so, yeah, anyway, made some key discoveries surrounding several uh, dinosaur fossils in England, as well as some other things. Um, that is obviously where the name uh, Ammonite came, comes from. Um, so we'll have a little bit more information as that goes on. Uh, moving on. Uh, John Boyega, obviously Finn from Star Wars, is set to star in A Naked Singularity. Uh, It is a legal drama based on a 2008 novel by Sergio de la Pava, Uh, and he will play a public defender who starts to strain under the weight of his work and begins to question everything after he loses his first case. Um I don't really know anything about this, uh, um, but it sounds like he's not fit to be a lawyer. Yeah, I am about to say, it sounds like he's making it really (laughs) rough
1: if after his first loss, he spirals out of control.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I I don't know anything else about this, really. I just saw that, but uh, we'll see as it goes forward um, what ends up happening with it. Um, Moving on. To some more news here, uh, Ansel Elgort, who uh, played Baby in Baby Driver, um, is set to star in the Great High School Imposter. It is based on a true story article from GQ magazine. Um, he will be playing a Ukrainian immigrant who pretends to be a teenager to be adopted and stay in the country after his work release program runs out. Um, I I don't know. I feel like I've heard about this before, but I couldn't uh, really pinpoint it. You'd- um,
1: you did. It happened in Pennsylvania. It, what? It happened not far from here. Like, it was somewhere. Freaking! I'm forgetting where it was. But it it happened in Pennsylvania, where we are.
0: Okay. Well, Pennsylvania is a big state, bro. I'm, okay, I'm looking it up right <laughs> now because I swear it was. It wasn't too far from here. Alright, well you looked that up. Uh anyway. Um yeah, that's all we really know about the thing so far about the movie I should say. Um, oh,
1: Yeah, article? <laughs> right, Harrisburg High School. Oh <laughs> Oh,
0: wow, what?
1: <laughs> I knew I knew it was close. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah I was I know I heard about it, but uh yeah. For those I, of
1: you who don't I... know where we live, like right outside of Harrisburg, so
0: yeah, so, okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> that uh, I guess I did hear about it then, um, alright, yeah, so I guess I'm invested in that now, um, yeah, I going forward, it place. but, oh, I wonder if they'll film in PA at all, probably not, I feel like they hardly ever actually film, you know what this means, to actually
1: be, what, they're gonna try and like, make it, some city look like Harrisburg, probably, yeah. I don't know.
0: They won't even make it look like Harrisburg. They'll just pick another city be like, another <laughs> bland capital city of America. They'll <laughs> like, film in Sacramento, Harrisburg. probably, or something <laughs> like that. And be like, oh, hey, look, it's Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Ha, ha, ha. Look at that. I have big news uh, for the area. Congrats, here's a, Harrisburg. Here, here's a school. Let's just plaster the name Harrisburg on top of it. Call it a day. Uh, I, I knew <laughs> it was really close to here. I, <laughs> that's great. That makes me way more excited for it. Yeah, now I feel like I have some connection to the movie, even though I did not attend Harrisburg High School, and that's as far as that goes for me. And I heard about an article. Uh, anyway, <laughs> getting getting into some Ben Affleck news here, um, which I'm always down to talk about. Um, he is set to produce and star in I Am Still Alive. Um, this movie is based on a wilderness survival drama book by Kate Alice Marshall. Uh, about a 16 year old girl sent to live with her long lost father off the grid in the canadian wilderness um i assume that ben affleck will be playing the father and not the 16 year old girl <laughs> i
2: don't uh,
0: know <laughs> he has a wide range <laughs> uh yeah from batman to a teenage girl um definitely ben affleck there you go. um but yeah anyway um I mean, it's an Affleck movie, so I'll watch it. Uh, I don't. I, again, I'm not a book person, per se, so I don't know a whole lot about this. Um, but it sounds like it could be interesting. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't really know. Um,
1: <laughs> it's been Affleck, so I mean... I mean,
0: these wilderness movies are a big hit all of a sudden nowadays, so I mean, it's got a chance, but
1: probably maybe yeah, I, don't it's been affleck, I don't know so
0: it's, it's affleck as much as i love him he is very hit or miss with a lot of stuff so uh, unfortunately that's true yeah it is what it is um brian do you have any uh extra news for us this week
1: um news wise we got the, the really only one big news thing we got the first look at uh disney's aladdin that's coming out in oh yeah may i believe of next year uh memorial day weekend um got some, multiple different pictures you know of jasmine and aladdin and he got a little monkey abu but the biggest thing that was going on around the internet is so in this Aladdin, uh will smith is the genie and the picture of him i mean if you haven't seen it like you should look it up but it's like it's he looks kind of like sinbad as like a genie um and the, the internet was just like furious about it like well and, like they're like oh genie's not blue like what is he looks just like a normal human like this ridiculous and then like after all this like Will Smith he's like oh no like don't worry like that's just like my human form a majority of the movie I'll be like a CGI blue genie thing so but it was just funny to see the internet freak out about the Will Smith's look as a genie cause it just go look it up it, it, it was funny
0: I will say, like once I saw the images, I couldn't say no to that movie fast. Enough. <laughs> like I am definitely not going to see that. Really? Um, yeah. Well, I don't care about Aladdin. I don't care about half of these things. These Disney movies or whatever they are. Um, Aside very from few, the Lion very, King, very few. Of them. Yeah, I'll go see the Lion King, but that's a lot of that's because of the cast. It does look pretty good. Um,
1: Which you still have to watch
0: the original one before that, but we'll see. It's not you, a sequel, so why do I have to see it? <laughs>
1: one because it's a classic uh, movie, and I'm not saying it's a classic animated movie, classic family. It's a classic movie in general.
0: Okay, what you, you okay? So you've seen you've seen every classic movie of all time? No, I have not. Uh, then shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, whatever. If If you're
0: gonna start your argument with it's a classic, then you better have brushed up on all your classics. That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
1: I I know. I I anytime I make this kind of argument. Like I know you don't you're not the biggest animated movie fan and you're not really the biggest family movie kind of guy. So
0: gonna find a lot about uh, that out at the uh with the list at the end here. Oh yeah. Um, That'll be
1: interesting. But um yeah that that's only really news i got a few trailers that we that had dropped uh this week uh the men in black international trailer with ah, chris yes. hemsworth and um frick i just lost her name
0: Tessa thompson
1: that's a thompson i i literally could picture in the trailer and she's a thor and creed and everything and i just her name went out of my mind a lot of was hearing was valkyrie um but yeah the first trailer job for that um I think it looks great. We're going to get to see more of uh, the comedic side of Chris Hemsworth, which we've seen parts of before. Uh, he's surprisingly very funny. Um, get to see them, him and Tessa Thompson, team up again as they did uh, in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Liam yeah. Neeson's in it.
0: Yeah. That one caught me <laughs> off guard. Like, I haven't... like I've seen bits and pieces of news about this movie, but I haven't like, looked into it a lot up until the trailer, and when I saw Liam Neeson in the trailer, I was like, this is awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it looks it looks great. Like, I don't know if you're a fan of the original Men in Black movies with Will Smith and Lee Jones, but it's... This one is, like, so it's like the international branch, so it takes place in England, and... I don't know. It looks like the classic Men in Black and just kind of revamped with the British accents, Chris Hemsworth and stuff. It's... It looks like it'll be good and, and funny, you know? Good movie, I think. I think it all. All said, was summer. Maybe it's a June release next year. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, we also got a trailer for the Hellboy, aka uh, Chief Hopper's from Stranger Things, uh, Hellboy character. Um, I don't know if you ended up watching that trailer at all. I had pointed out to you, but uh, it. I don't know. So the um, dozen dozen years or, or ago, whatever, Ron Perlman, I had uh, the Hellboy for two movies come out uh, that were decent. Uh, but this this trailer, honestly, it just it doesn't give me any high, it doesn't give me high hopes at all for this movie. It looks ridiculous. The script looks like it's ultra cheesy and just not very good. Uh I don't know. I I'm not completely ruling it out yet. Just you know, I I do like David Harbour especially as Chief Hopper in Stranger Things, but um this doesn't bode well for it. So that's uh that's what I did watch the when we saw Mary Poppins Day, there was a trailer beforehand that was called Um Where Do Go Bernadette uh, which is kinda of interesting. Title, but it has um it's about a mom who goes who reaches her breaking point or whatever and goes goes missing and whatever, but that's it's Kate Blanchett is the lead and it also has, um, Judy Greer in it, Lawrence Fishburne, um, oh, I'm forgetting her name, I was gonna see her. oh, Kristen Wiig, I don't know, it looked interesting, like, I hadn't heard of it before in the trailers, it's, it's kind of like a, it, like, I looked it on IMDb and it's listed as a comedy, drama, thriller, um, it's an interesting combination, but, I don't know. Hey, go, go check the trailer. I always caught off guard since I hadn't heard of the movie before, but it's based off a book. <sighs> Looks interesting. I think it was a March release. I can't remember, but uh, that's all I got otherwise for the week. So.
0: Um, also to point out, I saw earlier today, about an hour or so bef- uh, before we started recording, that uh wonder woman 1984 is officially wrapped um filming Ooh, nice. um so that's done now it'll we'll go into its post-production and all that and we'll, we will be getting it i believe in may or june of 2020 um so that's pretty that's it's pretty so cool to see away. um i'm very excited for that obviously um and we'll talk more about uh dc a little bit later on um so we'll get right into uh, we'll actually get right into our reviews then i guess um Got four of them
1: so it's gonna be a, be a while
0: yeah um so anyway we'll kick it off we'll start at the beginning of the week we went and saw spider-man into the spider- verse um Brian I will get, uh, let you take it away here um get us kicked off on that
1: yeah uh I was very excited going to this movie one because I mean I, I've always been a big fan of spider-man and then seeing um all the love and praise it was getting like his. Uh, 97% around tomatoes and 87 metascore 8 point something on IMDb it's getting great it was getting great views and I was really excited for it and I, I loved it I mean it's literally a comic book brought to, brought to life like the animation in it is next level uh it's like some of the animation I've seen it's crazy how it, it literally just is like the comic book came to life um the, all the voice characters in it were great uh the i'm forgetting his name who plays miles morales uh but this was kind of his first big thing uh, he did a really good job uh jake johnson is the alternate verse, universe is peter parker who kind of trains that miles morales uh they also got voices of uh, chris pine um nicholas cage uh Oh, no, I'm blanking on all their names. Oh, Leif Schreiber, uh, Kingpin, which is, Kingpin, guys, I don't know if you've seen the trailers or if you've seen this movie yet. He's ridiculously huge. Like, he's just a, like an absolute unit in this movie. Like, <laughs> there's one part where he's getting out of an SUV, and he looks bigger than the SUV. Like, you don't know how he fit into that SUV. <laughs>
0: He is, not trying to exaggerate it all that much, but he is, like, the size of a football stadium. <laughs> like, he's yeah.
1: massive. Like, like he literally looked bigger than the SUV. Like, he was just massive. Like, I don't understand why. Like, I understand, like, he is, like, a over, like in a comic, like, he's a big character, you know, he's really muscular and tall and stuff. But, like... <sighs> This dude looks like he's, like, 12 feet tall and, like, 900 pounds.
0: His head's, like, in the middle of his body. He's, like, he's like if Gru went to the gym every day for 10 years. Like, that's the best way I can describe it.
1: Yeah, I have the interesting way to describe it. But, yeah, um, but yeah, great voice cast. Um, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Nicolas Cage uh, was the voice of Spider-Man Noir, which is Spider-Man from... Uh, the alternate universe—it's like the 1930s during the Great Depression and stuff—and he's in black and white. <laughs> he was one of my favorite uh, alternate Spider-Man. He <laughs> just a catchphrase he was saying from being in the 30s, and <laughs> he's like, "Sometimes I light a match and let it burn down to my fingers just so I can feel something." And <laughs> it's that, and many other lines. Uh, he did a great job. I would love to see more of that off rather than a Peter Porker spin off with John Maloney um but yeah Han- St- Haley Steinfeld did a great job with Gwen Stacy um Catherine Hahn was uh, Doc Ock in this um it's I love the movie it's one of my favorite animated movies it's in I think it fell it's my number seven movie of this year um it's definitely my pick for best animated feature um I cannot explore... Like, everyone... You Go see this movie. Like, it's it's a fantastic movie. And kids will love it. Adults will love it. It's... It's a great movie. I love it. I gave it a 90 out of 100, so... Cut. yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, right, yeah. I gave it an 85 out of 100. Um, combo score came to an 88.5, which is, I believe, the fourth or fifth highest film on our uh, combo scores this year. Um... Yeah, uh, I mean, there's not a lot more I could add to this. But, yeah, it's um, excellent storytelling the whole way through. Uh, great character base and stunning visuals. Um, it, very much worth a watch. Um, I would recommend going to see it in theaters because I think it will add to the experience a lot more than just watching it on TV. Um, not saying you couldn't just run it at Redbox um, and watch it. Um, but it, it is pretty great to watch overall. Yeah. Um, like you said obviously kingpin um that's great um, all it really did was, like when we first saw him though like my first thought was oh man i'm not ever gonna maybe never gonna get to see uh vincent d'onofrio ever play kingpin again um so it re- re-brought that feelings back up of daredevil being canceled um, but uh it, it was fun it was, it was a good character um they did everything really well um Maybe the best Spider-Man movie ever. Um,
1: that's that's a fair argument. I mean, I've yeah, I'm hearing, hearing that a lot. And yeah,
0: I, I mean, it's it's really good. And this this is from somebody who isn't particularly a huge Spider-Man fan. Uh, it's myself, true. He, he's not. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. I think all the characters play off each other really well. Um, obviously, like you said, I'd love to see a Spider-Man War um spinoff in the future with Nicolas Cage um just him at the bar drinking egg <laughs> creams and stuff like that like like b- burning matches like um just to feel something yeah getting in fisticuffs all that stuff um it, it was together. yeah and I think he had a perfect voice for that character to, to bring that kind of like gritty 30s detective um to life um Oh and yeah, a, cool. God!
1: Everyone, stay through the credits until oh, the very yeah. end, because
0: um, it's meme tastic.
1: It's it has a post credit scene. It's it's literally at the very end, so you have to sit through it all. But it's one of the funniest, greatest <laughs> post credit scenes <laughs> I've ever watched. It's it's like a minute long, and it's whew, sorry, it's hilarious. Like. But I don't yeah, want to get it. It was way.
0: definitely worth like I said, I'm, all I'm saying about it is it's meme tastic. Yeah. Like, and it was it, worth
1: sitting through the credits for it was yeah. great.
0: Yeah, oh. I mean it doesn't take a whole lot of time to get to it either, so that's that's yeah, nice. It's um. not like it's
1: ten minutes of credits, but it's oh, <laughs> it's hilarious.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Before we get to the mule, I just have to point something out. So, like usual, I'm sitting here watching football while we record this, and the Saints went to score, or the Saints went for their extra point, and as the ball went through the net, and, like, obviously the camera's looking that way, everyone that stands on that side turns around and just starts waving at the camera. The entire section. It was great. Um, Anyway, the mule. um, (laughs) Okay. What?
1: That was just funny. It was random.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, The Mule. Thanks for interrupting. Um, 65 out of 100 is what I gave it. Combo score, uh, 66.5. It's not nearly as satisfying as Grant Torino was. Um, Another movie that was also written by the same person and directed by Clint Eastwood. Um, uh, It's a good film. It doesn't really give any flash um, to it, but it's also not, like, bad it's a very middling yeah. film um, not it, the best I could describe it is how I felt pretty much exactly how I felt watching solo earlier this year like it's just a good movie mm. that doesn't take risks anywhere really um, it doesn't really get it didn't really get me too emotionally invested in a lot of the stuff obviously if you don't know the story about it it's based around um, a 90 year old um, Warvet, I believe, who was running drugs from the cartel uh, from uh, Mexico, uh, El Paso area down there in Texas, um, to Detroit. Now, the movie does change a few things. Um, I noticed uh, one of them being that I think in the movie he was running them to Chicago instead of um, to Detroit. There was a few other things, name changes and all that um, Bradley Cooper plays the lead, uh, I believe, DEA agent um, mm-hmm. tracking him. Michael Pena is his uh, assistant. Uh, so the cast is good. I mean, it's overall, I mean, I think it's a good movie. I just don't think it was anything. It didn't wow me at all. Um, it is, in terms of a role, though, if this is Clint Eastwood's final film, it was probably as about as perfect as he'll get for that um we'll see i mean obviously he's 88 years old there's not a ton of things that uh, oh, <laughs> he can do from here on out but um yeah it's a really uh i would say above average not spectacular movie um i would recommend renting it on rent box or waiting for it to come to a streaming service near you next year um not really theater worthy i don't think um for those of you that aren't like us that go and see pretty much everything, it feels like. Uh, <laughs> but don't let me stop you if you really want to go see it. Um, go out and check it out. Obviously, you know Clint Eastwood's a bit of a legend, so it's it's always worth worth a check. Um, I'll pass it over to you for yours.
1: Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. I mean, it's not. You know, only see this movie in theaters. I mean, it's 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 a good movie, but yeah, there's nothing that really. It's exciting that draws me into it or gets me really involved, um, but it's not bad in any way. Like you had said, like it's you know, Clint Eastwood does a good job of acting. It was good directing, Dom. Like it, it was good. Like uh, like we have a friend that just says about it every movie, and it was actually true about this movie. Like it was good. Um, it, uh, yeah, a uh, good story. Maybe a little long. It was it was, kind of, it was a slow burn throughout it. Um. And there, it was like you knew inevitably what was gonna happen at the end of it. Um. So. Um, but no, I mean yeah, Clint Eastwood did a good job. If you're a Clint Eastwood fan, you can go see this movie. But I wouldn't recommend spending the ten, eleven dollars uh, in theaters to go see it. But you could rent it. It's, it's a, it's a good movie. It's enjoyable. Um.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, him him kind of just driving and and stuff like that is. Somehow has more entertainment value than that really should, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, there's some I funny mean, parts to it, you know, with him driving along and you singing to the radio and...
0: Yeah, um... Yeah, so it is what it is. Uh, we'll move on now <laughs> to what I assume a lot of people want to hear a review on here. So, we went and saw Aquaman this past weekend uh, for its opening. Um... <sighs> I ended up giving this a 65 out of 100. Um, we ended up, it came to a 67.3 combo score. It Visually, <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I mean, James Wan does an incredible job of, of putting a portrait on the screen, really. Um, and the storytelling is really good as well. Um, those are the two things that really prop up the score here for me. Because... It runs a bit long. It's somewhere, it's just south of two hours, and two yeah, and a half hours. It's two hours um, and 23 minutes. Which is not, it doesn't, it did not need to be that long. You could cut that down to two hours probably um, pretty easily. Um, and it's just, it's carried by average actors. Uh, I said this in my, <laughs> uh, when I posted it on Facebook earlier this week. Uh, Jason Momoa and Amber Heard are beautiful people but man they are not great actors by any stretch of the imagination and if you watch this movie you're watching those two on screen a lot 75 to 80% of the time I mean and it's it's just not it doesn't really get you into it I mean you're tr- and you're trying to get in and no offense to like Dolph Lundgren but like he is a guy that I only want to see him, you know, boxing or <laughs> just his action movies. I don't need to see him playing a sea god or whatever, seeking sea king, whatever he was. Like, I don't need that. I don't, like, I don't know. Um, and then because you're sub-actors, then you have our um, Patrick Wilson and uh, Willem Dafoe, who are very good actors. Um, and they, you know seeing them on the sidelines while you see these two running the show it just I don't know it kind of bored me um a bit uh so that's why I kind of felt 65 I mean it's in terms of a DC movie obviously I wish they had better actors at the lead um for it I mean I definitely get why they are there but um overall it's one of the better DC movies but it's just not... I didn't think it was great by any stretch. Another above-average movie by my scores rating.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think all all of that is a very fair assessment I agree with most. I mean, it, the best part the, of the movie is how visually stunning it is. Like, you said, Juan did a great job. Like, every scene that's underwater, uh, there's so many lights and details that are involved in it, and it's... I mean, it's beautiful seeing some of the stuff. Um... Yeah, Jason Momoa, you know, like you said, him and Amber Heard, they were fine. It's Aquaman and Princess Mera, but, um, they aren't the best actors. Um, their chemistry, it was fine, I think. A lot of it, that was, uh, they're both cast by Zack Snyder, so it's kind of what James Wan had to work with. Um, I don't know if he would've, if he had done this movie from the beginning, if he would've went with different, uh, actors and actresses, but, um, it's the repercussions from them being introduced in Justice League. Um, I think Patrick Wilson did a very good job as King Orm, uh, the Ocean Master. Uh, he wasn't just a throwaway throwaway villain uh, that a lot of comic book movies tend to have. Um, he had reasoning behind uh, his plans and stuff, and uh, there's a and also emotion into his plans. <laughs> I saw. Uh, on twitter someone was like uh... it's like well after watching aquaman i kinda I'm starting to agree with uh... patrick wilson's king Orm, because kind of his big thing is how like uh... they call them um, the ocean sur- the surface people huh? you know all people living on land they're kind of destroying destroying the waters and everything and there's pollution and chemicals and whatnot. and so like he his big thing is he wants to go to war to stop that um... But yeah, he did a really good job. The I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the guy's name who played uh, Black Manta. Um, it's it's like it's three names, and I would butcher it, and I don't wanna. I've butchered enough names on this podcast. Um sure. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, yeah, he did a good job as Black Black Manta. And it had uh, his was kind of a more of a revenge story. Um. Yeah, it's probably honestly the second best dc movie i mean it doesn't hold a candle at all to wonder woman i mean because that movie's amazing um i gave it a 70 um it's like i said it's a like you enjoy said it's very good storytelling i mean it's too it's too long but uh it it goes along well <laughs> but there's also then some like like i thought about giving it a 75 but then there's just some ridiculous things that kind of brought it down like at one point like they go from a fight scene to them going to the Sahara Desert and as they're traveling to the desert um, a version of Toto's Africa starts playing but it's uh, Pitbull is who did that song version of Africa it's just just weird and it's like they actually include it in the the movie in the middle of the movie Uh, there's one part where an octopus is playing drums during like a fight scene uh, that was just strange. Uh, I don't know. There was some strange stuff to it, though. So, but um, it, there'll be a sequel. I mean, fans, a lot of fans are loving it. Um, and it got average critic reviews. Uh, I think it's sitting around a seventy percent around Tomatoes. Um, and the, there's a post-credit scene or a mid-credit scene or whatever that sets up a sequel. So that'll probably go along because this is this will definitely be a success in DC's in DC's books. Um, it's definitely making the money. Which, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'll, enjoy. I'll enjoy. It was a good movie. It was too long, but it, it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't a great movie. So, it's better than most DC movies. Uh, but if you were to, say, throw it into the Marvel Universe uh, of those 20 movies, it definitely would be in the bottom half. But, um, no, nah, it was a good movie. And if you like comic movies or uh these kind of like big action movies i recommend going seeing it it's definitely good if you're going to see it see it in theaters for the the visual stunt the stunning visuals but um yeah i i enjoyed the movie for the most part it was good just not great
0: do you uh do you want to tell people it was a good movie a few more times before you go to mary poppins
1: <sighs> i could i could just keep saying it was good if you um, want me to. I was good. just saying,
0: you said it like four times in the last minute. Um, well, Anyway, just get into Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, yeah, I'll move into uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, Aaron didn't feel like seeing that. I mean, it, it's not really fits his movies. Uh, it's not that movie. I didn't it's feel like, like
0: seeing it. it sh- I had zero interest in
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not Aaron's movie. It's not his kind of movie. And after seeing it, he I know he wouldn't have liked the movie.
0: It's a nanny that flies around in an umbrella.
1: Electricity is going to get the best of her
0: one of these days. That's
1: a very blunt description of it, but
0: um, <laughs> wow. Uh,
1: speaking of blunt, Emily Blunt, I think uh, she did a great job as Mary Poppins. She was magical and whimsical. Uh, she was I fit the role perfectly. I think she it was identical to the joey andrews version from 50 years ago or whenever it was um i also very much enjoyed lin manuel miranda uh his character he was like a street lamplighter um it was a good movie i really enjoyed it uh the there's a lot of songs throughout it it's basically musical um but the songs uh actually had like life lessons to them which were you know you could apply them i I enjoyed this Good storytelling, good acting, uh, it was fun, it was enjoyable. Uh, I gave it an, an 80 out of 100. Um, I think with the, throwing in the critics' reviews and other stuff, the combo score brings it at a 77.7, which is uh, right around the top 25 then for the year. So, you know, like top third of our movies. Um, it's a enjoyable movie. I recommend, unless you're, unless you're like Aaron and don't really like, kind of like, Family or musical kind of movies, I recommend going seeing it. It's Emily Blunt does a great job. It's it's a good, enjoyable movie with a good story. Uh, Time out.
0: I like musicals. I, I love La La Land and I love The Star Is Born*. Keep going. You
1: like you're you're selective about your musicals, like you've yeah. said in the past. Like you don't typically like musicals aside from *La La Land* and *A Star Is Born*. That's two. I mean,
0: I like, like realistic mu- musicals. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: so did did you likely miss
0: never saw it <laughs> okay anyway I, I don't watch french films <laughs> um <laughs> geez
1: <laughs> anyway uh yeah no it was an enjoyable movie it was uh above average movie uh, i liked it. i'm glad i went and saw it um yeah it's a good family movie you take the kids to go see it um Hey, go, just go see it for Emily Blunt. I mean, she was great in it, I think. She's not in... At first, she was in a lot of the, you know, talk, talks for uh, lead actress, but I'm now not seeing that as much, um, which is kind of a shame, because I think she... At least the movies I've seen this year, I think she's... Her performance is in, like, the top three. Um, top three or top five or something, but... Yeah, very good movie. I recommend go seeing it. I'll uh, end it there, but... Um, yeah
0: alrighty um, so we will move on now I guess to our top 5 like we always do um, top 5 animated characters this week uh, in celebration of going to see Spider-Verse this week and how great that was Um, this was a a harder list to put together than I expected to I don't think any of them were some of them do appear in movies i suppose but they're not i guess specific movie characters um for mine um but uh brian i know you said you had a hard time so i'll let you uh get us started
1: yeah when you had said uh like we had talked earlier in, in the month that this is probably what the list would be for this week and i solidified that yesterday but i was thinking about different characters but until like this evening when I was really putting together the list, it was a lot harder than I expected it to be. Cause I started looking at, uh, movies and TV shows from, you know, my childhood and stuff and all the characters I loved. And it was really hard to solidify that top five, especially like what I was putting at number one. Um, so I'll start my number five, um, with a childhood favorite of mine. I wanted to include on the list, um, Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, he uh, I was the biggest Tigger fan as a kid. Like I had a Tigger hat, Tigger T shirt, uh, uh, the wonderful the Tigger movie, uh, I loved as a kid. Like I had like a birthday party was revolved around the Tigger movie. Like when I was like I don't know, whenever that came out, five or six or whatever. Um one of my favorite characters, I love seeing him and Christopher Robin earlier this year. Um you know, T. I. double got her, and that's Tigger. He was number five
0: all right my number five is hank hill from king of the hill uh <laughs> i love this i love this show out this list gonna be. <laughs> like i said my list and your list is probably going to be relatively far apart here <laughs> um but yeah oh. I, I love how ha- here's the other thing is a lot of these shows i could easily put a multiple down i made sure i only picked one from individual shows um hank hill was my choice for king of the hill um with a close second being bobby um and dale gribble dale gribble as well um obviously if you haven't seen gang of the hill it's a a a funny show about hank hill who sells propane and propane accessories um (laughs) and just kills me um really kind of make pokes a little bit of fun at, at the texas lifestyle i guess a bit um and all the little uh, things that they get into as a family um so yeah Hank Hill comes in at number five for me i pass it to you for four.
1: <laughs> oh man all right uh number four for me is another one uh from from my childhood that i was a big fan of uh, this these first two were uh, tv show mainly tv show characters um that, uh, is my number four is, is Scooby Doo. I mean, I, I always loved uh, the Sco- Scooby Doo TV show, um, you know, Fred, Daphne, Velma, and Scooby and Shaggy. It was, I, I loved it. It was cool seeing, you know, the, the, live, the live action movies were alright, uh, the ones that came out in the mid 2000s or whatever. Uh, but I mean, one, I love dogs, and uh, Scooby Doo, he was a great, funny character, and, uh, Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was my number four for me.
0: Uh, Alright, my number four is Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh! What? How do you spell that? (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) Like, okay, so I'm writing down the list, so when I post it later in the week, I have Uh, it. I have no idea how (laughs) that is spelled.
0: Uh, S-E-T-O, space... K A I B A, Seto Kaiba from (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh, the villain sort of um, anti-hero, whatever you want to call him, from Yu-Gi-Oh series, uh, rival of the main carry character Yami Yugi. Um, Yeah, I don't know. He he had the blue eyes white dragon, so he was always my favorite because I love that card. (laughs) Um, uh, As opposed to that dumb dark magician, um, freaking uh, Chris Angel ripoff. Card. <laughs> uh, uh, growing up, I was a huge fan of Yu Gi Oh! I played it all the time. Uh, watched the series. I actually rewatched the series again last year. Still into it. I don't collect the cards anymore, which is good for my wallet. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, so I had to put somebody from Yu Gi Oh! on here, so that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Number four, set all right. <laughs> Our,
1: Our lists are very different. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my number three is actually uh, the most recent anime character is actually uh, Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse um, I thought the way his character was written and the uh, I think his name is Sh- Shamik Mill who voiced him um, did a great job the character was very funny was written well um, I know it um, a lot of people within the uh, African American and Hispanic community uh, really loved him and I Think he did do a great job representing that, and it's Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man, and it was cool seeing this version of him. Um, yeah, it was just I said earlier I love the movie, and I think he was obviously he was the lead, but he was the best part about the movie. He was great. It was very close tie though, not tie, very close though to uh, Nick Johnson's Peter Parker. Uh, he was hilarious, and I almost had him on this list, but who uh, yeah. the Nick Johnson, who is the voice of Peter Parker from the other universe, you know, the main Peter Parker in the movie, who, you know. Jake
0: Johnson? Yeah, Jake Johnson. Wow, frick, I always mess up names. (laughs) Dang it! (laughs) I hate it! (laughs) Ah, Because I I love him from New Girl, too. Oh, God. That doesn't sound like it. (laughs) I'm disappointed in myself. Uh,
1: I'm gonna stop there. You go ahead.
0: Uh, number three for me. Um, this this one we're kind of similar on. Number three for me is Winnie the Pooh. Um, if you don't like Winnie the Pooh, I think there's something emotionally disturbed about you. Um, Probably. But uh, yeah, he's an adorable bear um, who likes to eat a lot. I. I He's like me. Uh he's lazy, he doesn't want to do anything, he likes to eat. Um and I do really enjoy honey. Um oh, man. So yeah, uh, I mean I love Winnie the Pooh growing up, still still enjoy Winnie the Pooh. I love the Christopher Robin movie from earlier this year. Um So yeah, that's all I really gotta say about that. Um pass it back to you to screw up some more names. Can I just
1: back to my name mess up? Nick is the character's name from New Girl, and so I was thinking that um, and I knew it was last name was Johnson so that's where I was combining that and so I'm sorry for butchering the 75th name on this episode, on this show <laughs> um, I just, that's just I don't know, I'll probably I wish continue I kept to do w- it even though I write it down I'll probably just still continue to do it
0: in 2019 it. I might just make a tracker to just track how many times you mess up a I name I butcher
1: a name yeah, I need,
0: at least I need. once an episode like it's tradition at this point
1: <laughs> basically, alright my my number two is I think an all around uh, fan favorite animated character Shrek. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's uh, the original Shrek movie is uh, uh, a great movie. Um, he's uh, you know Mike Myers is the great job the of the voice. That is his name. Before I don't think I'm butchering right. It is. No, you're
0: right. It's Mike uh, Myers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, wait, am I wrong? Uh, anyway.
0: Uh, yeah. I will say for some reason, I guess it's because of the Austin Powers movies and everything, but I've always just assumed that he was British and not Canadian. Um, <laughs> so I always forget that. I get, it just confuses that a lot of me.
1: Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I love Shrek. I mean, especially in the first one. The, the sequels aren't as good, but the first one is, is great. You know, you live in that, that swamp lifestyle out in the middle of nowhere. Don't need... Anyway, deal with. It's like you in the future, Aaron. Right? You just want to live out in the woods and not deal with anybody else.
0: It would, be a nice, it would be a nice existence. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, I, he's, he's hilarious and a great character. I know he's a fan. There There's so many Shrek memes on the internet and it's like Shrek. People love Shrek. And I, I'm one of them. I love He's He's great. I love Shrek. He's my number two.
0: Uh, my number two is Patrick Star from Spongebob. Um... <laughs> easily my uh, not to say i don't like spongebob or squidward because obviously like every adult identifies with squidward um so true but, but patrick was always my favorite because he was almost always dumb but he was always lovable um just a complete idiot and kind of growing up watching it like <laughs> you always got a laugh out of it and still still to this day um <laughs> i just thought of Uh, good old dirty dan um (laughs) his mayonnaise an instrument (laughs) like it's just just, so many great great great, because you could literally like for Uh, the entire history of spongebob you could piece together probably like an hour's worth of just him saying dumb things like it's great uh one of my favorite characters in general of all time Uh, let alone animated um he was always my favorite from the show, so I'll put him in there at number two. Oh
1: man, honestly, uh, I feel I forgot about him when I was doing this list, and uh, he there's a he might have made the list. I mean, he's he's great. He's hilarious. Um, oh, so many quotable lines from him too. It's great. Um, all right, so I finished off uh, my number one for the list was a more recent character, um, Lego Batman. Will Arnett has Lego oh, Batman. Oh nice. Um, he we got you know got a glimpse, glimpse of his character. He was kind of a standout character in the Lego movie that came out five or six years ago, uh, and then last year's uh the Lego Batman movie it was it was the spinoff. Uh, he's one of the best iterations of Batman that has been shown on the screen. Uh, he's hilarious and like I'm a big fan of the character Batman, uh, and so the, the movie and the character was great. I'm excited to see more of him uh, in the Lego movie part two the lego movie two um he's yeah i that movie i laughed so hard during last year when we saw it in theaters i'm pretty sure we were the loudest ones laughing in the theater um he's a great character and it just there's a great Warren that just provided a great voice to him and uh i can't wait to see more of him
0: all well, right, that's a good pick i uh, actually didn't have him written down but that is definitely a good one uh my number one um obviously homer simpson um, i the knew simpsons. it uh i mean i like i've mentioned before on the podcast i grew up just watching the simpsons all the time every single day after school um dating back years and years ago um so yeah homer simpson uh one of the not only that but i mean he's one of the the, the most well-known characters in, in the history of uh tv um so yeah definitely homer simpson as you if you can tell i like dumb characters uh, a lot more than other uh characters in general just because they provide me with more laughs um it's true So yeah, yeah true. i mean homer simpson number one for me um i'll run down the two I had on my um, honorable mentions list: Eric Cartman from South Park, um, of the best character on that show, in my opinion, and uh, Meat Wad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> look it up. Uh, he is a ball of meat that <laughs> runs around and says some. Um, Nasty things, uh, oh, and he's friends with Shake, which is a milkshake, and uh, Frylock, who is a bag of fries. What is uh, this show? <laughs> look it up. I'm telling you. I, I used to watch it pretty frequently. Uh, I haven't seen it in years, but it was, oh, it was a really funny show. Um, and falls in line with stuff like South Park and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. Did you have any on your honorable mention list? Um.
1: Well, after you said it, Patrick Star as an honorable mention, I didn't think of him earlier, but he definitely... He might have even made the list if I thought of it beforehand. But then also, um, Buzz Lightyear, I was also a big fan of as a kid, and I loved the Toy Story movies. I'm excited to see more of that in Toy Story 4. Um, yeah, and uh, Spongebob also, but I'm realizing now Patrick is a better character than Spongebob, so... Yeah, that's it for my honorable mentions.
0: Alrighty, very folks uh that wraps up another week of our podcast um this upcoming week brian is not available the entire week uh Uh,
1: most of the week i mean there's the weekend but monday through friday i'm basically booked Oh,
0: you told me through saturday but okay saturday
1: afternoon i got saturday night free uh,
0: yeah but okay well anyway um we'll be back next week i know that there are several movies welcome to marlin which is getting really bad reviews but makes it's me not kind of makes me want to watch it more than it did beforehand because i want to see what the grump is about that um as well as i know i had destroyer on my list uh vice uh holmes and watson uh i don't know exactly what we'll get around to next week um it depends on our schedule um I don't want to review certain movies if obviously you haven't seen them, Brian. Um, yet, so
1: I'm, I'm definitely, I I would I would love to see Vice before. Like that's the one in this next week that I want to see. So hopefully either Saturday night or Sunday afternoon or something, uh, we can maybe work that out. But um, that's of the movies that are out in theaters now that I haven't seen before, like the end of 2018. Since there's only you know eight days left or whatever, and I'm booked like five of them. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you—that's uh, <laughs> you really, the top one. You really list. booked yourself into a corner there, hombre. Uh, yeah, it's it's Christmas time. I mean, <laughs> what?
1: I know you don't do a lot for Christmas, but there's a lot my family does for Christmas, and so there's this. Uh, yeah, so I don't. There's not that much time I have to go to see movies, but um. Uh, I'm excited. We'll try and fit this in. So
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we'll definitely be back with an episode next week. And then the Wednesday after that, I believe, is our uh, special episode that we'll be doing, as I've mentioned before, the award show. Uh, the Rollies um, no, is what it's not, being – we- well, until you come up with something better, they're going to be called the guys, Rollies. Guys, help me come up with better names. You know, uh, submit them on
1: Facebook, on Twitter. There
0: is there is no better name.
1: There has to be a better name than the, the, the Rollies, guys. Why not? It's,
0: or wh- how wh- How can there possibly be a better <laughs> name than the Rollies? Oh, uh, I don't know. If there just has to be. Uh, if somebody wins two, we can say they had a Rolie Polie Like, it's great. Like, it's a fantastic name.
1: Oh, uh, man. <laughs> that was so bad.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> Well, look, I'm not a stand-up comedian here. <laughs> like, yeah, give me oh, a
1: rolly-polly I my try gosh. to hit
0: on I try to hit on 10% of my jokes. If I can do that, it's, it's great. Um that wasn't one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, uh for now it's called the is until we can come up with something better. Uh oh, we are man. working through how that's gotta going to I got to really work, work on that. Uh, yeah, you should put some effort in while you're, you're doing stuff this week. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll be back next week, though, um, and then the special. Um, I believe in the new year, I'm going to do a special, um, WWE little section here at the very end of the podcast so that those that don't uh, watch WWE don't have to stay and listen or anything like that, um, for it, but, um... Just for at least for the uh, road to WrestleMania here as the big wrestling season here starts to kick off. Um, very excited for that, obviously. Uh, another third straight year I'll attend. So super excited for that. Um, anyway, uh, any parting words for everybody there, Brian? Just, you know,
1: Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. You know, enjoy the week. I know every, most everybody at least has Tuesday off of work if you're working or if you're in school. You have. You're off of school right now, so enjoy the week off, everybody. Have just a, have a nice week.
0: Yep. Uh, everybody have a happy holiday, a merry Christmas, whatever you want to call it. And I hope everybody had a very happy Festivus today. I know I did. Um, the.
1: What did you, did you even do anything for Festivus?
0: Yeah it it was a Festivus miracle. NFL football Sunday fell on Festivus this year. I I don't know how I got that lucky. Um, oh man! <laughs> but uh yeah so obviously if you don't know what festivus is uh, it's a seinfeld reference and i hate you if you don't um but uh, yeah um so yeah uh have a great week everybody uh have a happy holidays stay safe and have a great one see ya
2: you're a mean one mr grinch Your heart's an empty hole Your brain is full of spiders You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch I wouldn't touch you with a a Thirty-nine-and-a-half-foot pole You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch You have termites in your smile have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks, your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. You're a rotter, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of sinful sots. Your heart's a dead tomato splotched with moldy purple spots, mister Grinch. Itch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up knots. You nauseate me, mister Grinch, with a nauseous soup a you're a crooked jerky jockey, and you drive a crooked hoss, Mr. Grinch. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce.